Well, hey there everyone, Vic here. Um, I'm sitting here with two really close friends of Tan and I. Unfortunately, Tanek, I couldn't make this particular uh, interview. Uh, it's currently quarter past five on a Thursday evening, and so Tanya's just up the road working at Bean and Basket. But um, our dear friends, Mike and SLA Duff, uh, we've known them for, I'd say, over 15 years. That's a conservative estimate. Uh, we served alongside each other in South Africa on eldership teams. And, uh, and God has sent them to England, and to, to Newcastle in particular, uh, to lead a church there, just like God sent my wife and I to Canada here uh, to lead a church. And uh, we've stayed close friends. I'm not going to give too much context in terms of who they are. They'll, they'll do that now. Um, but I just wanted to quickly just rave about our friendship. Uh, you know, I, I spoke uh, to Mike last week, like I've spoken to him many, many times before. And, um, you know, personally, this has been a tough two years, as it has been for everybody because of COVID and all sorts of other pressures. And, you know, he's, he's a friend that I could be honest with. And, uh, and you know, one of, the, one of the challenges of living in Canada with no f family around is, you know, when Christmas comes around, it's a little lonely. We kind of aimed at hopefully being back at home with family for the first time over Christmas uh, since we've moved here. And, you know, practically that just hasn't worked out. And so that was one of, you know, many things I kind of shared with my friend in terms of how we're feeling. And, uh, and this is how good of friends they are. Uh, friends they are. Uh, the next day, he just said, we're coming. Initially, it was just Mike. And I was saying to my wife, I can't believe it. Mike's going to come visit me. He just, you know, he's making, he made arrangements. He leads his own church. He's got his own family. Uh, and, and the next day, uh, you know, he said, actually, S and I are coming too, which obviously my wife was so overjoyed. And so here they are, like literally a few days later, I picked them up at the airport and they're hanging out with us until Sunday. So some of you are actually uh, meeting them now at the waypoint as you are watching this at, at one of our watch parties. Um, and so I'm just so thankful for your friendship Thank you so much for uh, just coming and lifting our hands. You know, we really do feel supported by you. Yeah, and I know that whatever you've got to share now will encourage you as well. Yeah. Uh, before I tell you what that is, I'm going to hand over to them. And they're going to introduce themselves, just their family and their church, uh, very quickly. Yeah, you do a family. Hi, everybody. I'm Es. Uh, family. I have three boys. So you, can also, got... you can also talk to them. Oh, I can one, look yeah. at both. I don't know which one I'm looking at. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to look, actually. So we had three boys, and uh, we've got Malachi, Levi, and Noah, who are 16, 12, and 8. Um, and they are just so much fun. Boys are so much fun. Um, and then that's pretty much my family. We also have lodges. We have, we actually, we have loads of family. We have lodges that live with us. We've got three lodges that live with us at the moment. So we're a house of like eight. And we love it, and it's crazy, and it's fun. Mm. Just in case our Canadian friends did not know what she said, she said larger. Mike, tell us a bit about the church. Yeah, Cornerstone, uh, we've been leading Cornerstone now for 10 years, like Vic said, from South Africa. And uh, we came to replant um, a church community. Uh, we're the, in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, so the last city uh, in England before you get to Scotland. Um, and um, it's a city with two universities, so lots of young people, lots of students, lots of young families. And over the last 10 years, guys have come to uni, um, stayed, gotten married, and have had children and gradually grown within the church. So we're quite a young community. We're about uh, average age is 26, mm. 28 years old. So we're quite young as a church. Uh, but God is adding some um, more maturity to us, um, which has been lovely. And um, yeah, just coming out of COVID has been has been really tough because um, 
we were renting um, an office block in the city centre or a floor in, uh, in an office block in the city centre and uh, during COVID we couldn't meet in the space, the building was closed so we couldn't even really live stream from that place mm -hmm. which is really hard and uh, whilst all the other churches were starting to go back and to meet and the government was opening up and giving churches the permission to go back, we had planned to go back and our landlord got hold of us and said to us that uh, we were not able to meet. The building is up for demolition because they're doing a lot of regeneration in the city centre and it's cheaper to tear buildings down than to renovate them. So they're going to tear the building down and we always thought we had six months to move out and we were given four weeks notice in order Ooh. to move out. Mm. And so it was like all hands on deck and uh, slight panic stations mm. for us. So as churches were going back to meeting and opening up their doors, we had to go back online, which was really hard for us. Mm. Um, and so, and we had nowhere to go. Mm. Mm. Uh, so people, venues weren't opening up to um, hire to us. So maybe similar to what you guys mm. have have got and uh, certainly weren't big enough in order mm. for us to meet. Well, wow. so let me interrupt you there uh, for a moment because the reason I want you to give some of your venue venue context is because we we, we have a similar struggle yeah. um, in that uh, you know we, we were forced to be online um, and then when churches started to going back into their venues, we weren't able to get back into our venue because yeah. it was owned by the municipality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there were a few other other reasons recently why we feel like it's you know uh, uh, it's not the right thing for us to get into a venue. Yeah. Um, but that means we ha we have nowhere else to go. And yeah. the waypoint, as many would know, it's not big enough to yeah. have our own uh, all of our church there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know we are still at that place where uh, we. We have nowhere to go. We're actively looking, knocking and pushing on doors. Yeah. Um, but we are at that stage of trusting God to provide for us. Yeah. And we are making do. Yeah. So, you know, uh, people are in the waypoint watching right now. But others are in, yeah. in, in, in um, the lounges of some of our church members. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wanted you to maybe, rev you know, maybe backtrack a little bit as yeah. to like how you've met before COVID. Everybody knows COVID's made meeting complicated. Yeah. But tell us a little bit of your story in terms of looking for venues and yeah. what happened and yeah. then obviously end with where you are right now because that's what I want our people yeah, to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So since we arrived uh, in Newcastle, um, the building that we were in, we are in a basement of a building. It was great. It worked. Um, but I was always looking, saying, Lord, where is our, in a sense, where is our forever home? Where is the place that you've called us to? And I remember walking the streets, praying, looking at spaces. Um, we then outgrew the one space, moved into another, um, into this office block and was keeping on looking and praying, trusting the Lord, providing us for a building, somewhere that we could call our own instead of having to set up and break down each Sunday and all of the pressures that come with that, as many mm. of you would know. Mm. And the Lord just blessed us with something. Um, we had giving days and taking up offerings and um, never really got much, to be honest. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and being a young church, everyone's saving up to buy their own house, let alone wanting to give money to church to buy their church building. Or pay off their student debt. And pay off their student yeah. debt, whatever else. So it was like when, the, when we gave, we, we weren't raising loads of cash. But I was always just trusting the Lord and we were looking for spaces and buildings. And uh, we had a 2020 vision, like a lot of churches use that 2020. <laughs> Cheesy, uh, yeah. uh, I'll own it. But we had a 2020 vision. It was three years and that we, we and it wanted to culminate in 2020 of buying our own building. So all of our giving days, all of our stuff was always geared towards towards that. And um, and we couldn't really find anywhere to move in. Um, and 
all of a sudden some churches became available. In the UK, the Methodist Church is declining, they're closing their doors, and they're needing to fund the pension pot, as it were, so they're selling off their buildings. And so um, a building became available, and um, we had a giving day. We had quite a bit of cash uh, that we were raised and saved, um, and we put an offer in on this building. We got loads of consultation and um, put an offer in, and we were competing with about three or four other churches, mm. which I preferred not to know who they were because I, I know quite a few of the guys and didn't want to feel like I was competing mm. with them. So it was a sealed bird. I didn't mm. talk to anyone. And the, um, the agent called us on the Monday and said, you guys won the bid. Um, you literally pipped them to the post. I did it like an eBay bid. You know when mm. you bid on eBay? Well, I like... don't, but, but Mike in our church, other, other Mike, he, he bids on eBay all the time. So I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> to the pound and the penny, you know. <laughs> it was like, uh, put your last and final bid in. Anyway, so we won the bid and we got the building and we were just elated. Um, we called our leaders together. We were celebrating. Uh, we appointed our solicitors and we're like, we've got a home. That's amazing. We're going to move into this building. Mm. Wow. Like, okay, we were kicked out of that space, but this thing's coming about. And I was just great. And two weeks in, I got a call from the agent and she was like, um, another church has come back and I've counter offered massively more. Like 45,000 pounds. 45,000 pounds more with about 60 or $70,000, I guess, more. And I was just like, I can't believe it. Mm. And um, anyway, I'll cut a long story short. We walked away from mm. the deal. And we thought, Lord, you've got to have something else for us. But, but this is, this is the, the last thing that fell through. This is in 2021. This is the one. first of the journey. There yeah, were three this is buildings. The, oh, we had three buildings. That yeah. fell through. So, fell so through, tell yeah. us about the other two. I mean, were they after that? Or? Yeah, after that. Oh, so okay, we got that yeah. one. That one fell through. And I was like, guys, God's got to have something better for us. If he didn't want us to have that building, for whatever reason, I can't see it. I thought it was perfect. I thought the location was good. Yeah. The building was great. I we were hanging up the perfect. frames. We were, yeah, we were dreaming. We were, it was, yeah, we, we were like wanting to move everything out of storage already. Like, we're um, planning community, community projects. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was all, all hands on deck. Everyone was pumped. Uh, and then we lost it. Oh. We walked away. And I was like, oh, you know, church buildings don't come up mm. every day for sale. They were mm. gutted. Um, and, um, yep, and then um, another church building came about in our city. Um, no, it was the another Methodist church came about. And a minister called me up and said to me, I know you're also looking for a building. As you know, so are we. But we want this building. Could you not bid on this building? Mm. And that was really hard for us because mm -hmm. we're like, we are actually homeless as a church. Mm -hmm. We have nowhere to go. It was the perfect Churches location. are meeting and, and you asking me not to bid on this building. Mm. And we met as, a, as an eldership team and we just felt, let's honor these guys. Because they are more community oriented than what we were more city based. And guys come from all over the place. And so we were like, we could literally move anywhere. Mm within a five mile radius whereas they were like we're in here and we this is where we want to stay and this mm. church is in the area where we okay. are yeah mm -hmm. and so we just met and then I, I i had a coffee with him and i was like i just want to bless you guys and mm. say may god bless your ministry mm. we will walk away well wow. you guys go for yeah. it and i trust that you'll get it and we'll pray that god will mm. bless you with it and they did and they got it yeah um 
And, and you got a thank you card in the, in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get a... <laughs> Not even a Starbucks no, 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 no. I didn't even get a Starbucks <laughs> latte. <laughs> wow. And, uh, so that was number two. That was number two. Yeah. And I asked him, if you get it, could you allow us to meet in your building in the evening? Mm. So could we meet in your space in the evening? Uh, and I'm going to bid on another building. It's an old Catholic church that was bought by another church, an independent church. And we're going to try and get that building. Mm. But it was vandalized. It was absolutely <clears throat> wrecked. I've never mm -hmm. seen anything so bad. So we start finding out who owns the building, start negotiating, getting architects, getting trying to get a value of this building. And no one wants to really fund it. So we'd have to, ah, oh, just anyway, complicated. So I eventually put an offer in on the third building. I was like, okay, we're going to hedge our bets here. Trust the Lord, he's going to provide for us because we've lost the, mm. the other two. And uh, got hold of the guy and, he, and the, the owner, the church that owns the building. And I just am wanting you to sell it to us for half of what you bought it for. Because they just wanted too much. Because they wanted, well, they wanted to get their money back, which is yeah. fair, but they bought it too high, I think. And so, and they were like, sorry, we can't. We're going to sell it to a property developer. He's going to knock it down and build houses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much I asked him to say, please don't. No, churches are really important in areas. It's a light. Let's keep the gospel light burning mm. in the area. Um, they said no. Yeah. And I was like... We were a bit desperate, weren't we? Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was tired. I was emotionally drained from yeah. every time dreaming of a new building, every time being let down. Mm. <laughs> and then the whole journey, I was just like, God, you've got to have something for us. You've got to have something for us. And we're not meeting. Mm. We're meeting online. Mm. And our churches, visiting other churches, because mm. they're meeting. Mm. And I was like, God, Yeah, I mean, none of our us. people have no, done that. I don't think right? you guys have yeah, that. Yeah, no, they're all faithfully online. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, amazing. kids yeah. love it. Mm. So listen, I, I know you're saying this is number three, so we're all yeah. waiting for, for, the big one. You know, for the big one. But mm. I, I mean, I've known you guys for many years. I've been to uh, uh, you know, Newcastle a few times. I actually took Ryan Legg with us at our last visit. And I remember you showing me another building that was going to be oh, multi-purpose. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's before the first story yeah, yeah. you told True, me. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what, like what a, happened with that one? That was a long journey of long journey. planning together yeah, with a developer, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, so that's in a Unitarian church mm -hmm. and um, beautiful old, the only Art Deco building mm -hmm. in the city center. In um, the Northeast. Yeah, in the whole of the Northeast. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous building. Mm -hmm. And uh, they also sold to property developers. They didn't want to sell it to Christians. And I was like, oh, but you had walked the road with them for many, many months. So we many negotiated months. that yeah. we would rent the church had site. because architect fees already. They had to have a church mm. in that building in order to get the planning mm. permission to convert the hall and everything else mm. into like a, a multi-use um, hot yeah. desk mm. office space. Yeah. Yeah. And they needed us. So I was like, fine, I'll never mind being used if mm. we can meet this church. Mm. <laughs> wow. and, uh, and then that just ran cold. Yeah. yeah. We put a... We put a designing got an architect and i was like oh i've got all these ideas and he was like great idea i don't think you'd ever be able to afford it we'll double the rent because you've doubled the floor space and that's thanks the for cost. the ideas, thanks we for the ideas. That, so we'll mm. use that and i just thought oh this is how we're starting <laughs> <laughs> so so that was actually you know 0 0.9 and then it was one <laughs> yeah. yeah but I, mean, I know that i mean i know there's a harley david building somewhere harley in david there you haven't told that story no, no so so actually yeah. i mean That's look true. we could we could say yeah. at least five tries it's been sure. administratively and mentally and yeah. emotionally, emotionally exhausting for okay. the whole church so i know city gates is just waiting for a better version or better story or conclusion the, to this so, so tell us tell us just where you're at right now i know the story isn't finished so yeah. You know, we're just kind of, you know, on 
obviously saying you've arrived at this place, but yeah. I think it will encourage our people to hear what God has done yeah. up until now. So when we thought, where should we meet as a church? Guys, if we can meet anywhere, where would we want to meet? And we're like, oh, uh, let's stop. Let's meet here in this part of the city. So we started to look there and there was just closed doors, just couldn't find spaces. Um, then our old landlord said they were given an old school um, on the west of our city. Mm-hmm. And we th- felt called to the north of the city. And they were like, we got this school. You guys are welcome to come in and, and use the hall. And, uh, for and six it, months. For six months. And I was like, we finally got a space where we can meet as a church. Let's just go. Uh, and it wasn't convenient. A lot of our people uh, walk mm-hmm. to uh, church. Some people walk an hour and a half. Um, and so I was like, accessible. yeah, okay, well, if we move there, they're going to have to walk an hour and a half. Before they were walking 20 minutes, now they have to walk mm. an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to work, but it's the only place. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So we've been meeting there. And uh, another pastor of mine, another pastor friend of mine got hold of me and said, hey, have you heard about this church that's going on the west end of the city? And I was like, oh, I don't want to be on the west of the city. Mm. Um, and after church one day, I didn't tell anyone. And I just drove past the church. And I had a look at it and I thought, it's too small. You know, it's not going to work. And as I exited, I exited out and I was like, and it's too far away. Mm-hmm. And I left it. Mm. And then uh, the following week uh, on Monday, I got an email. Mm. Uh, and it just, in the subject title, it said, free church and I was like free church is that is it because I you know when you study in the UK to do theology there's the free church track which is like the independent yeah. church you know and I thought oh it's an advert for the free church yeah. track of some university yeah. or something like that <laughs> emailing the church yeah and I just scanned the email and I was like this church is saying do you know of anyone or would you be interested in this church we want to give it away. And I was like... Um, doesn't sound right. It doesn't, yeah. It's the catch. I was like... No, I, I, and I tried to get hold of these guys. I thought, well, we'll push the door. Is this the, the same church the same that, you, church. that you drove? Yes. You thought, yeah, okay, yeah. so it's that it's, church. It's that church. So the I drove around, and then I good. thought it was too small, wrong area. But I thought, let me just look at it. I went online, and I couldn't find a contact number. I couldn't find an email address. Mm-hmm. They were part of an independent network, and I tried to get hold of the network. It was nothing. I was just like, okay, well, it's not going to work on yeah. multiple levels, mm-hmm. and left it. And then I got an email from this mm-hmm. person who said, "This is church. Um, and it's free." I was like, well, let me just call. Let me, as long as I can be the first pastor who calls, because I think they just emailed a Everyone. whole list of part, mm-hmm. um, churches. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's just go and see. Mm-hmm. And called them up, and I was like, has anyone else called you, by the way? She's like, you're the only person who's called me. I was like, I'm the only church that called you yeah. uh, uh, in response to an email that says, free church. Mm. I said, can I come have a look? They're like, yeah, you're welcome. So we went to look. And as we drove in, I was like, it's actually right on the cusp of the city center. Mm. Uh, it is in the west, but it's right on the cusp of the city center. And I was like, I think... This could possibly work. Mm. But I wasn't sure what free church means. Like free church with strings yeah, attached? Yeah. Or what free is free, lo- free, free rent? Lunch. Or free... free yeah. What's, what, yeah. what's, a, what, what's a free church? Is there such a thing as a free church? Um, Theologically, yes. Yeah. 
And we just met up with their trustees the next week and just shared with them our vision, our heart um, of wanting to love and reach out to a local community, bless them, mm -hmm. and uh, see lives changed and transformed for the sake of the gospel. Mm. And, um, and bless them. There was, there was about, I think, before COVID, there were 10 of them. Now there were like five, and they were church um, members. Church members. Wow. And just obviously tired of COVID and didn't want to go back. They didn't have a pastor for about two years, mm -hmm. and the building was going to start to get vandalized. And they were like, um, "We have the space." And I was like, "Do you want to give it to us? Because if you would give it to us, we would have so much more money that we could invest in the local community." Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of how we would be able to uplift the building mm. and make make it fit for fit for purpose, and they were like, "As long as you keep it a church, and as long as you're missional, the building is yours for free." Mm. And I was like, "Like free, free, like free. <laughs> we'll sign the title deeds over yeah. to you." And I was like, "Wow!" And then at the end, I was like, "Could I be so bold as to ask? Could I have the keys?" No. <laughs> Could I have the keys? I want to bring some of our leaders tomorrow to see the building. Mm. And this lady just took out it, <laughs> took them off the ring. Oh, yeah. Vivian, she's, and she just she's gave, a dear. Gave, yeah. gave me the keys. Oh, well. Yeah, she's a key. I'll, I'll take the keys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll have just keys. Just receive yeah. them prophetically. <laughs> I don't know, I actually just got a picture of the keys. Yeah. And, uh, and I sent it to our elders. I was like, guys, it's the keys. They've just been given a church. Yeah. Just been given a church. Mm. I actually get goosebumps. I think. Mm. And God has just been so good to us. So, yeah. so like, I mean... We know that he's good. We, we know that he's faithful. We experienced that in that moment. Mm. And like you said, the journey isn't over in that the building isn't ours yet. Um, Where are you at right now? You know. It's at the Solicitors. Yeah. It's very old. Um, so it was built in like 19, uh, 1800s? 18, 1854. 1854. Okay. Mm. And this church um, got it in 1950. Mm. And... Um, and they're just trying to work out where are the title deeds, okay. and you know, mm -hmm. going to the land registry and mm. finding all that kind of stuff. It's all so in old. process. But it's all in process, yeah. and we're busy talking to architects mm. so we can start the process. So when it transfers to us, that we can mm. start building and whatever. Mm. Um, it's too small at the moment. It is. Mm. It is too small. Um, it needs to be renovated. Mm -hmm. But at least by God's grace, we now have the funds to do that. Mm. Yeah, we could almost almost do it mortgage free mm. whereas before we would have had to have had quite a high mortgage mm. to do that and wow. so wow. it's yeah i'll just really trust our story would, would encourage mm. and bless mm. you as city getters mm. to you know in your journey as mm. you journey with god in a building and a space um just remain faithful mm. plod uh, and always call out to him mm. um, i think also it's mm. been amazing because the I think our church going on this journey, initially it was about finding the building, mm. you know, and um, and obviously buildings aren't everything, but they are needed, right? You mm. need a house for your family mm. to sit around a table and eat, like you, you, they facilitate what mm. needs to be done. And I think um, the journey of all the disappointments, the ups and downs have led us to a place of desperation, but not desperation just for a house. It got to a point where we were like, I think it helped us to realize as a church we actually so sick and tired of just doing church for a Sunday, mm, yeah. to doing a structure, to doing things to tick the box. We actually are so hungry for mission. We're hungry mm. again mm. for 
community and reaching out and mm. actually seeing people's lives change and mm. actually doing something authentically and mm. going like, can we stop stuffing around here? Can we just get on with it and love mm. the Lord and mm. give of our lives? And that has been mm. one of the most transformational things to mm. see our church community. Something has happened where they're going, actually, there's something required of me in this church. Mm. I'm not just here to let the leaders go find something mm. and I'll just attend on a Sunday mm. and bring my family along. Actually, God has a call, a call for me in this time. Mm. Um, he requires something of me. There's nothing that he does without purpose. Um, how can I give of my life sacrificially mm. to this next season? So we're really excited to see mm. that spark take place. Mm. Yeah. And the building will just facilitate that. Yeah. That's become the biggest thing. That's great. And we yeah. are mm. super excited about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The building is not the end. It's yeah. the means no, to the end. Absolutely. And I think that's the... Also, just to help us in those times, because I think it's can sometimes be that the building becomes the end. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you're pursuing a building, it mm. becomes the goal. Mm. Building. Because it takes you know? time and effort. Mm. Um, but yeah. we constantly have to take our eyes off of the building and put our eyes upon the king, mm. the provider yeah. of the building. Mm. The builder. And seek, yeah. and the seek, builder. seek the builder, not the building. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, that is so encouraging. I, I would love to end off uh, this time with you praying for us. Yeah. Yeah, but before that happens, I would like to pray for you. I know you're in the middle, and even if my prayers are simple as Lord, let them find the paperwork. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and you know what I took away from this chat is that I mean you were looking for a building, but actually you, the building found you. You didn't yeah, find a building. Totally. And yeah. that is that is that speaks of the sovereign hand of God. He did something that you know yeah. buildings cannot find people, yeah. but for the the hand of God orchestrating that Absolutely. and we trust that that will be our story that oh, you know yes, as we are actively you know uh, in faith looking for something yeah. we realize that actually god can bypass our yeah. our efforts and do something miraculous yeah. Yeah. yeah um so but i um yeah i'm gonna pray for you and where you're at and then i'd love for you to pray Absolutely. for us and as i pray for them i want to invite you whether you're at a watch party or maybe you're watching this online uh um not on a sunday morning just some other time why don't you join me in prayer as i pray for uh um uh Mike and Ace. No, no, your church name is <laughs> Cornerstone. I was like, for a moment, I was like, I cannot remember you know who we are. your church name. Maybe it's a prophetic. Maybe you're going to change your church name. No, like, no. I couldn't remember the old one. Anyway, let's pray together, friends. Uh, Father, we are so thankful for this moment just to uh, give an opportunity to testify of your goodness. Thank you for Mike and S and their story. Thank you for Cornerstone Church and their story and how faithfully yeah. you've led them through a bit of a, a building or a location wilderness. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it seems like they are at the edge of the promised land. They are sort of in the middle of that river crossing over into uh, a new season. Mm -hmm. And we ask for your uh, your hand to continue to provide miraculously, Lord um, as they are in the middle of trying to find title deeds and documentation to, in order to um, bring this process to a close. Lord, would you speed it up miraculously? Would you, would you also um, go ahead of them as you've done before uh, and, uh, and get, get them as a church you know, into the next uh, phase, the next chapter, whether it's renovations or, or whatever is on the to-do list? Uh, we, we praise you for what you've done and we thank, thank you, you for what you are going to do yeah. in Jesus' name. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for Vic and Tan and the elders here at City Gates and all of the people that make City Gates um, what it is and who call it home. God, we thank you for your hand of blessing. We thank you for your hand of provision that is mm. so evidently upon this community, this church, mm. these people. And Father, we thank you for their faithfulness. We thank you, Father, for their, their, their steady pl 
applauding and um, loving you and serving those around them, Lord God. And we pray for them in this next season of finding a space that Mm. they can call their own. Mm. God, I, yeah, I want to just pray that your hand of provision Mm. upon them, Lord Mm. God, that you would just, uh, uh, if it's the right conversations or bring people across their paths or speak to someone who speaks to someone else or whatever it takes, Lord God, would you, would you provide for, for these guys, Lord God, in this, in this next season, Lord God, and would you make a way for them like you have for us? May their story be their own story, but God, thank you that our story can be something of faith building for Mm. them and for their journey. And Lord God, use our story to, to encourage them and Mm. to bless them and to, to lift their, their faith, Mm. uh, um, levels to trust you for for great things yes, lord god yes. and lord we on that side of the ocean that side of the pond lord god we will be rooting for them yes, and we wait to hear of um your blessing and your provision upon them mm. in this next season when it mm. comes to building lord oh, god help yeah. them to fix the gaze upon you the builder and not the building mm. help them to always be focused around you and around yeah. the mission mm. Uh, and all, always to remember that buildings are great, but they're just a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord God, keep their eyes firmly fixed upon mm-hmm. you, Holy Spirit, we ask. Do that, Lord. We thank you, God, that you're a God, not just at the end, but in the journey until mm-hmm. we get there. Father, I pray for a perseverance for this church. I pray, mm-hmm. Father, for um, weary, weary knees and heavy hands to be lifted up. Mm-hmm. Father, I pray for this community to be strengthened in this time, to persevere. Mm-hmm in the body that they have been called to, to City Gate, Lord. I thank you for the leaders of this church, Father. Would you fill them with your spirit of joy and just perseverance and fun and vision and excitement for this next season, God? I thank you, Lord, that every person listening here that calls themselves to City Gate, Lord, would you awaken something in them again, Father? Those who are asleep, would you wake them up, Father? Would you um, just remind them that they are so valued, that they are called to this place for a reason, not only for now, but for the future of this church. May you just bolster this church, Lord, and keep them um, as you project them, Father, into this next season. May your favor be upon them. And we thank you, Lord, that you are with them. There is life in this place. Amen, amen. You are with them, Lord. Yes, Lord. Would joy arise in their hearts, Lord God, as as they see you as the triumphant king, as the great provider of everything that they yeah, need. That, would joy Lord. arise, Lord God? Would there would they just be a sense of joy, a sense of faith, mm. a sense of, yeah, God, you are so good. Mm. Um, yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. 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 Mike and S, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Yeah, great. Pleasure, man. Good cool. See you guys. <laughs>